Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning everyone, it's Friday the 15th of October and it's World Student Day. And a big happy birthday to Dominic West, Penny Marshall, Andy Cole and Jesse Ware. There were 45,066 new cases of COVID-19 and 157 additional deaths announced yesterday. Health Secretary Sajid Javid announced a new package of support for GPs on Thursday in a bid to ease waiting times at accident and emergency departments as the NHS prepares for winter. But he started with an apology. Oh, yes, of course I'm sorry for, I mean, obviously, as you say, I'm new in the role, but on behalf of the government, I'm sorry for, uh, during the pandemic, for anyone that, that suffered, and especially anyone that lost a, a loved one, a mother, a dad, a brother, a sister, a friend, of course I'm sorry. The £250 million new funding package is intended to encourage GPs to see patients face-to-face, although the British Medical Association says the package offers very little and shows the government is out of touch. Sajid was focused on the positives, though, and the need to reduce waiting lists. And let's remember, during this pandemic, we've had people rightly and understandably stay away from the NHS, including their doctors, because they were asked to during the height of the pandemic. There are many people out there on waiting lists that need help, they need support, and it's important that they now come forward and they get that support, including to their doctors. The government continues to battle with supply chain issues and shortages with new rules announced for foreign HGV drivers last night, which are intended to allow more deliveries per week. There were also developments in the uh, pig crisis, which if you haven't been keeping up is about a shortage of butchers, which may mean 100,000 perfectly good pigs will need to be culled. Environment Secretary George Eustace has a cunning plan. Well, what we're going to do is allow butchers uh, in um, uh, abattoirs and meat processors dealing with pigs to be able to come in on a temporary basis under the seasonal workers scheme for up to six months and that will help us to deal with the backlogs of uh, pigs that we currently have on farm. Labour leader Keir Starmer is getting a bit fed up with the never-ending stream of new crises. And my concern is that we're going to get into a game of whack-a-mole here where it sorts out abattoirs but then it comes up with deliveries, sorts out deliveries and it comes up with fuel. need an overarching plan and you know, the, the characteristic of this government is is no plan, a sort of boxed response that's too late, uh, and blame somebody else. The US Food and Drug Administration authorised use of the Moderna vaccine on Thursday as a booster shot requiring only half a dose. It comes as good news for Joe Biden, who's been pushing hard to get the vaccination levels up as the country still struggles with the Delta wave. First... We have to do more to vaccinate the 66 million unvaccinated people in America. It's essential. The vaccine requirements that we started rolling out in the summer are working. They're working. He's asked the Department of Labor to step up the level of vaccine mandates to ensure more Americans get the shot. The Labor Department is going to soon be issuing an emergency rule for companies with 100 or more employees 
to implement vaccination requirements in their, among their workforce. This weekend sees the presentation of the inaugural Earthshot Prize, which rewards those trying to save the planet. There's going to be five winners who'll receive £1 million each. It's the brainchild of Prince William, who's passionate about making a difference on climate, inspired in part by his father. His grandmother, the Queen, was caught on mic in Wales yesterday, expressing frustration over the slow pace of action on climate. William also doesn't have a lot of time for the billionaire space race, which he thinks is a waste of time and resources. We need some of the world's greatest brains and minds fixed on trying to repair this planet, not trying to find the next place to go and live. But former astronaut Tim Peake says it's important that mankind put time and energy into space. This needs to be a global effort to make sure that we protect space, we use it responsibly and we clean up the mess that's already there. And and, and companies are doing it. It's very much the focus at the moment. Still to come on the Smart 7, Matt Damon FaceTimes Bono and the Beatles get back. Right after this... I'm broadcaster Katie Puckrick, poised and ready to help you prepare for the imminent arrival of Succession Season 3. There are no spoilers and no opinions, just a simple chronological walkthrough of events. Haven't got time to watch 20 hours worth before Season 3 kicks off? That's what I'm here for. Previously on Succession, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's been a long two weeks without the Premier League, but this weekend, full service resumes. Some of the managers have clearly put their free time to good use, with Sean Dyche of Burnley, who are currently in 18th position in the table, devising a groundbreaking clear and simple plan of attack. Put the ball in that end, stop it going in that end. That's what needs to change. That usually makes it happen, that usually wins football matches, in my experience. A new Watford manager, Claudio Ranieri, has upped the level of motivational treats for his players if they manage to keep a clean sheet against Liverpool this weekend. Ah, no pizza. I pay a dinner if I take a clean sheet. Pizza is too little. No, no. When the pandemic hit, various people got stranded in different places and Matt Damon washed up in Dalkey on the south side of Dublin, Ireland. He popped up on Jimmy Fallon's show to tell the story. He had a great time and loved life by the sea, but things got a little out of hand when he made contact with the unofficial mayor of Dalkey, U2's Bono. I FaceTimed him the night that my wife and I had a few drinks. Okay. Uh, it was a Friday night and, for, and I had let the kids dye my hair Red, like we, because we were. That's what a dad does. Yeah, it was just I was their art project basically, and it, the hair was actually maroon. I looked like a rooster. I looked ridiculous. What, <laughs> what did What did Bono say when you faced him? He was that? like, "What have you done? What is happening over there? Wait, like, go back to America. Like, do you need help." <laughs> The Beatles' Get Back is a brand new three-part documentary from Lord of the Rings filmmaker Peter Jackson. He got access to 57 hours of footage filmed in 1969 that had been locked in a vault. It captures a really difficult time for the band, including the moment that George Harrison quit. But it's also a spectacular look at one of rock and roll's greatest bands. It streams on Disney Plus from November the 25th. There is a show to be had, you know, once we get over the nervousness. Take ten. I think we should forget the whole idea of this show. The meeting was fine, but then you know, it all sort of fell apart in the end. It's such an comical thing, like in 50 years' time. They broke up because Yoko sat on an amp. Documentary just grinding to a halt. Grinding to a halt, I think it's taking off. <laughs> Here we go. This has been the Smart Seven. 
wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.